0: Hi, hello and welcome. This is The Zonecast, where we interview emerging Canadian professionals, entrepreneurs, and academics. And today we have this on the show, Kristen Condon. She is the vice president and partner at Sales Talent Agency. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Simon. I'm great. Thank you
0: so much for having me. I'm a great as well. And I'm very excited to have you on the show. And we were just talking about how long you have been at Sales Talent Agency. So why don't we start by talking about your background, can you tell us about your professional and personal background?
1: Absolutely, Um, so I went to the University of Waterloo, I graduated with a Bachelor of Arts and uh, started my career in recruitment uh, at a very niche uh, headhunting firm and from there I decided to take a postgraduate at Seneca College in Human Resources Management and continued to focus my career in recruitment. I then went to Pizza Pizza and um, was a human resources generalist with a focus on recruitment. From there went to T.D. monix as a recruitment manager managing um, Ontario and Atlantic Canada and then joined uh, Jamie and Sonia in helping build uh, Sales Talent Agency.
0: Wow so can you tell us about uh, Sales Talent Agency?
1: Absolutely so Sales Talent Agency is Canada's largest sales recruitment firm. We focus on sales roles across Canada and the US. We are a niche sales recruitment firm, so we only focus on sales or sales related positions. We work with startups looking to hire their very first salesperson to global organizations that are hiring um, large volumes of salespeople um, to continue to build their business. And work on um, you know a junior sales position all the way up to you know a C level uh, position as well.
0: Wow. And um, how long have you been at uh, Sales Talent Agency?
1: So I started in May two thousand and eight. I was the second person to join the organization. Uh, we had a very large office for myself and Sonia, Jamie, and Bill were located in Vancouver, mm-hmm. um, and since then we've grown. Um, over the last 10 and a half years to um, approximately uh, 60 people. Um, we have a sales team, we have an operations team, we have a marketing team, we have an executive search division, um, in addition to our uh, recruitment team.
0: So you've seen the growth and expansion of the company from like a team of three people or four people to now 60 or so employees. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Wow, yeah.
0: that's quite a journey. Um, Can you tell us about the approach that sales talent agency takes to find the best candidates? It's a great question.
1: So we uh, differentiate ourselves from other agencies in terms of our approach. So I love that you brought that up. So our approach is that we're here to solve a problem. So when we speak with clients, we want to have a good understanding of what is the problem that they have in terms of... For example, they need to hire a salesperson. Why do they need to hire that salesperson? Is it due to turnover? Is it due to growth? What is the type of salesperson that they're looking to hire? And give them some insight in terms of some of the challenges and solutions that we think um, would be aligned with what they're looking for. And so our job then is to go out and help find, attract, and choose, shortlist, the top talent for what they're looking for. Um, In terms of the shortlisting of those candidates, we have a method that we use that allows us to assess somebody's um, innate skill set, so their drive, their nature, and their acumen, in addition to the experience that they have, which is aligned with performance history, relevancy of what they've done, and the opportunity management that they've um, managed their career with
0: so i've also read online that you have this uh, specific recruitment method called dna pro
1: that's exactly <laughs> it so the drive so, the nature and the acumen is the uh, dna okay. and the performance history relevancy and opportunity management is the pro okay. so the dna is innate in somebody whether at 17 or at 70 they're not things you can train so somebody is either driven they have empathy they have acumen you can't train those things and so our job is to really uncover and understand <laughs> that in an individual the pro comes with experience so the more experience that's Somebody has the more performance history we'll be able to look at. Did they hit their targets? Did they exceed their targets? The relevancy of what they've done um, in terms of who they sold into, the deal sizes that they are, you know, experienced with, and the opportunity management really refers to the stability and progression in their career. We really want to make sure that the sales position that our client is hiring for makes good career sense for the individual that we're putting in front of them. Otherwise, there's a higher probability of that person
0: not working out. Wow. And now I want to focus more about uh, being uh, a female leader. Sure. So you are in the recruitment industry and you're in a senior position as a vice president and partner. And you've been here for 10 years or so. So do you think it's um, the industry, whether it's sales or the business industry in general, do you think it's helping women become acquire more senior positions and take leadership positions? Or do you still feel that there is some kind of glass ceiling that uh, or or barriers that you have to go through
1: so i think that a great thing about sales is that um you know sales is a measurable position it's unlike really most other roles and so when somebody's successful at sales there's no hiding it they've hit their targets they've exceeded their targets um you know they've grown their book of business Um, They've made certain, you know, President's Club or or whatever kind of recognition that's out there. So it's very evident when somebody's successful in sales. And so as a business looks to grow and build a very strong sales team um, and, and sort of sales function of their business, they're obviously going to want to pick the best people and it's evident to them who those best people are. So there's a real opportunity for women to be successful as leaders in sales if they're doing a good job, just like it would be for males. Um, I do think that there's some specific industries that are going to be more heavily male-dominated, you know, industrial, um, the industrial market, uh, technology, those, you know, have been typically more male-dominated industries, but that's significantly changed over the last few years. So I think that you will see more and more female leaders um, within those areas grow as they've had an opportunity to kind of build their careers in those, those segments.
0: I guess as you walk through sales style and agency, you definitely see a good female presentation. Is that part of the approach and strategy here? To, to have equal opportunities for all genders?
1: Well, it's interesting. I think recruitment is more heavily female-dominated, actually. <laughs> um, and so we would love more males. We really do. Um, so it's not that our strategy is to specifically hire women. It's just sort of, I think, just a little bit of, of um, the industry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, absolutely, we would hire male or female. It comes down to um, someone's passion and interest, their work ethic, Um, their ability to be organized and multitasking resilience is very important in recruitment Um, so whoever demonstrates that are the individuals that we'd love to hire Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: why do you think the recruitment field has a higher ratio of women
1: well i think it's related so recruitment in general can be obviously typically it's under human resources so i think that that's um you know historically been a rule that um, have females have gravitated to, I think, more than males. Yeah. Um, again, I do think that's changing um, over the last few years, over the last 10 years. Um, now, sales recruitment is a little different than just recruitment. I mean, there's we have quotas, we have KPIs, um, and... Um, you know, it's a it's recruitment is a little bit of a nurturing role. So if you think of sort of stereotype stereotypes for male and female, women have been stereotyped to be more nurturing, more organized, more multitasking, and so yeah. that would be relevant to recruitment. Yeah. But in all honesty, um, you know what it's going to come down to is your work ethic, is your resiliency, is your ability to empathize with candidates and clients, is your ability to be focused on a goal. Um, communication style Um, that's going to be what will help you be successful in recruitment so sometimes people don't necessarily realize all that recruitment or sales recruitment has to offer Mm -hmm. Um, and so our job is to kind of help educate people on sales and on sales recruitment as we can.
0: Okay and um, since you deal with sales candidates uh, when you look at the best or high performing sales candidates what kind of gender distribution do you see is it more male dominated or is it equally distributed
1: i would say it's equally distributed it's going to again come down to the pool of candidates that you have in front of you for a different segment what's interesting is we have a um, i'm not sure if you're um, familiar with the great canadian sales competition yeah. and so it was our opportunity to get in front of schools and help um, students understand a career in sales a lot of times students <coughs> only thought sales, you know, if they thought of sales, they thought of car sales school or, you know, selling at an Apple store to a consumer. And students really weren't familiar with business-to-business sales. They weren't familiar with organizations that are billions of dollars that have, you know, B2B sales teams and the career opportunity that's available to them. And so through the Great Canadian Sales Competition, we've had an opportunity to really educate through the sponsors, so different um, companies that have sponsored the event, um, and educating students along that line. And so what you'll see in those competitions is um, male and females, um, you know, putting themselves forward for the competition. We've had male and female win. You know, so some male, some female. So there's really not one um, gender that stands out over another. It, it really does come down to the individual. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess uh, the great Canadian sales competition, I've, I've read about it online and you collaborate with universities or student associations yes. and then you have sponsors also. Yes. Uh, it's quite an interesting approach to, uh, I guess, change the opinion that young people have towards sales, especially recent graduates, uh, students. And, um, also to attract those people to, to the, uh, sales profession. So it's quite a, quite an interesting approach.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. And people don't realize, I mean, you know, sales is a very, very lucrative career and gives you an opportunity to be rewarded for your hard work more than pretty much any other job out there. So it is important to be educating people on that opportunity, um, and, and allowing themselves to you know, prove themselves and grow in that area.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, so we were discussing earlier, uh, Sales style and Agency also has its own podcast. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us about the podcast and, and what do you talk about in your podcast?
1: Sure. So we've um, typically focused around sales leaders. So very strong, influential um, individuals leading and growing and developing uh, sales teams and um, you know just um, having a better understanding of some of the strategies that they've um, put in place what's worked what hasn't worked um, and so that's really been a focus of the podcast um, it's just really focusing on um, phenomenal sales leaders and what they've done to be successful mm-hmm.
0: um, and and as you mentioned um, sales talent agency has been in operation or business since 2007 mm-hmm. um, so can you tell us about some of the different clients and industries that you have uh, worked with?
1: Sure. I mean, there's no industry we haven't worked with. (laughs) Um, Actually, it's one of the exciting things about sales. So you, you know, we'll start speaking with a company and you never even thought about the fact that there's somebody there selling you know, not just paper, but selling toilet paper, selling um, pens, selling services, selling um, deliveries, just you know, distribution. It's it's phenomenal. You know, and then all of a sudden you're driving and you see all your clients on the road. and You didn't you know ever think about it twice so far, but um, there's there's no industry that we um, will work with. Um, you know, obviously you have to make sure it's a win win for both sides. But um, you know, in terms of some of the phenomenal companies we've worked with, we have a list of of over a hundred um, reference letters that we've received from clients on our website, but some of the companies we've worked with would be um, IBM, would be Citron Hygiene, would be Bunzel, would be UPS, FedEx, um, um, Leek, um, um, Schneider, you know, um, Aramark. It's really quite a vast range of clients in different industries.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Uh do these clients often come back for for more assistance or do you have like one-time business relationships or is it uh, do you work with them over time what's the nature of your relationship with your clients
1: it really does vary so i mean in a perfect world yes they always come back <laughs> we're always successful at closing every goal and they never use any other agency and don't even need their own internal HR team that would be perfect <laughs> but it doesn't happen like that um but yeah we have um We have a significant amount of clients that we've had an opportunity to build a really great relationship with and whether we're their sole um, support system from a recruitment perspective or we partner with their internal um, human resources team recruitment teams um, but that is an ideal goal that we're a partner to those clients. Um, We do have some clients that just don't have a high volume of need they just need us for one or two roles a year um, there are some clients that, you know, we've worked with that they were able to fill the role themselves just because they have their own internal resources or someone phenomenal was referred to them. Um, sometimes there will be positions that we'll work on, we'll go to market with the best intentions, but given, you know, the circumstances of that market, given the circumstances of what they're looking for, there may be challenges. But overall, um, we've had some really phenomenal success year over year, we've grown our business. Year year over year we've grown our revenues and year over year we've been able to grow um, our client list, but we really want, we're not looking to have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients. We're better off having a real solid book of business and just doing a phenomenal job with that solid book of business. The more we work with the client, the better we're going to understand what they need, the better we're going to be able to identify that type of candidate sooner and fill those roles sooner for them.
0: Mm -hmm. And how do you acquire new clients?
1: Um, well, we have a variety of methods. So one, we have an internal sales team, so they're focused on net new business development, calling or calling upon you know, past clients. We also um, have a strategy in terms of you know ensuring that we're building good partnerships with the clients that we're actively working with. Uh, we go to networking events, um, you know there's um, different um, you know, publications that we'll review or different, you know, for example, top um, 100 um, companies to work for or, you know, top um, rising companies of this industry or whatever it may be. And so there's an opportunity for us to continually build our um, portfolio of, of um, companies and, and the network of individuals that we're looking to communicate with. We go we go to events that we're speaking at, we host events. So there's a variety of methods that we
0: we'll use. Wow. Um, so once we have found... A candidate for your client mm-hmm. do you follow up and see through that the person that you found was the best fit and how they're performing and is the client getting the return on investment
1: yeah absolutely so it's an interesting um strategy what i mean by that is a lot of businesses this year specifically have implemented uh what they would call customer success manager customer success strategy and we also have done that so that there's more of a focus on following up with our clients to see if they were happy with the service they received, to see if that candidate has been, um, you know, what they expected or more, um, so that we also can grow as a business and also ensure that our clients are getting their return on investment. A couple of things we do offer clients though, we do have a replacement guarantee, so when we fill a role with a client, they have a guarantee uh, for three to six months, depending on the fee structure that they use. And so if that candidate doesn't work out within that time period, we will replace that candidate for them. Um, Our replacement ratio is very, very low, actually specifically for the recruitment uh, industry. So we only have a 5% replacement ratio, which means that we do a really good job of assessing what our client needs and then do a really good job of assessing what that candidate's looking for so that that match has the highest probability of retention. And um, we look at sort of the um, metrics of, you know, looking at all the candidates that we've placed and, and the success that we've had and what we can learn from it, um, you know, we do find that uh, 95% of the candidates that we place um, are anywhere between 80 uh, to 200% the plan and um, are typically with their clients for one year or longer.
0: Wow. So this uh, guarantee that you mentioned is mm-hmm. quite uh, interesting. I never heard a recruitment agency offers any kind of guarantee. No, so. almost
1: all agencies offer a guarantee. Well, they Most of them do, yeah. And yeah. how does it work? So basically, they'll have a candidate start, and then if that candidate, even most candidates, any employee is on probation, let's say for three months usually. Um, And so it's, in essence, a, a company has an opportunity to evaluate that candidate over the three or six month period. And if they feel that that candidate isn't working out or that candidate may choose to leave, if it just doesn't work out, then the client will let us know and we will replace that candidate for them.
0: Wow! Mm-hmm. So I know cost. So you have like a ninety-five percent success rate with, yeah. your, with your candidates. Yes. Yeah. That's quite amazing. Yeah, it's great. Who do you see as your big uh, competitors in the sales recruitment space?
1: The biggest competitor we have is a company's own internal recruitment team. That's that's the so truth. Yeah. Um, so the rest of it is, um, I mean, there obviously is competition out there, but our real main competitor would be the internal resources that a company has
0: are do you are there other sales recruitment agencies that do you see as directly competing with you or
1: there's not really a sale there are other sales recruitment um, companies out there they're not they're not really. Um, what we would view as a competitor. There are some other agencies out there that have done a good job and sales is one aspect of what they do, and some yeah, of them yeah. have done a good job. Yeah. Um, but you know, in terms of us looking at who's our competition, I mean the reality is, um, yeah, there could be a new company that starts tomorrow and they will also be a competitor. Um, all we can worry about is looking at, are we doing a good job for the clients that we're working with? Are we doing a good job in terms of, um, you know, building those relationships with candidates and clients alike and and focus on um, that for ourselves? Obviously, it's important to learn what's going on in the market and to learn, um, you know, if there's any new strategies or technologies that are out there. But I would say that our main competitor is somebody's own internal resources. You know, why are they going to use our candidate if they found one on their own? And so we have to do a really good job of getting them candidates that they have not been able to identify or attract on their own. And
0: mm-hmm. that's what we are experts at. Mm-hmm. I guess like this one, you don't see a, a lot of recruitment agencies specializing only in sales. Mm-hmm. Like they might have a bunch of fields that they specialize in. Sales might be one of them along mm-hmm. with marketing or others. Mm-hmm. But your approach is very specific to sales. And I think that was the idea. Is This is the gap. Yes. that serious talent agency wants to focus on mm-hmm. and both uh, I think uh, Jamie and Sonia have sales or recruitment backgrounds yes so I guess they, they saw this as 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 the area to focus on
1: right exactly yeah so when they were both at Monster, um, they had identified that um, that there was a gap there wasn't um, a recruitment agency solely focused on sales and doing a good job on on that Mm -hmm. and so they had built sales talent agencies as a result of that and um yeah i think that a company can be a generalist agency and they can do a good job but the fact that we focus um specifically on sales just allows us to be experts at sales and sales recruitment Mm -hmm. and any conversation that i've ever had with a client the questions that we ask and what we refer to our discovery call which is ultimately like just learning about the client and about the opportunity that they need assistance with, the problem that they have, that they need help solve. And um, the questions that we ask are very, very sales-focused and typically are not questions that other agencies are asking. And so it really allows us to differentiate and show that credibility from a sales perspective.
0: Do you think that sales talent agency might be... Limiting its market or opportunities by just focusing on sales and not doing everything for everyone. <laughs>
1: no, because um, you know I'd rather be the best at at one thing than mm. okay at a bunch of things. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know the reality is sales is um, the best area to focus on I mean it's fairly recession proof in any economy people need to hire sales it does yeah. not matter it just the industry could change mm-hmm. um, every you know um, business needs sales to grow yeah and or to manage their accounts and to do a good job with retaining and, and growing those accounts um, there's also we don't just focus on sales specifically we have sales and sales related roles so that can include training that can include customer success it can include aspects of marketing Um, you know, demand generation, um, sales engineers, there's quite a vast variety and in addition to that we do have an executive search division so they focus on um, executive roles that are sales related but we also do C-level roles as well. Um, We have Canada and the US, that's a pretty huge market and Mm -hmm. there's new businesses that pop up every day and so the reality is we have quite a lot of opportunity as it is and there's a lot of opportunity for us to go out and get so we're, we're good.
0: So do you also have any kind of uh, business in the U.S.?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We um, have really focused on the U.S. That's in the last year and a half. Uh, we have clients that are in Canada and the U.S., and then we have clients that are just based in the U.S., or just hiring for their U.S. Uh, mm-hmm. positions.
0: But as of now, you have not opened any offices in the U.S.?
1: No, we're probably not going to all open an office in the U.S. The, the, with the way that technology is today, it's funny because if I think back to how recruitment was done when I first started recruiting, there was no LinkedIn. There was, um, you know, no the resources that are available today just didn't exist then, and so you, you know, had different obstacles and challenges. But, you know, even people that are in Toronto, if you want to be able to meet them quite quickly and be able to profile them and interview them and discuss an opportunity and their schedule perhaps isn't aligned with your schedule, well, it's great. You can just jump on Skype, you can jump on FaceTime and have those conversations and interviews in person through technology. And so you can really recruit anywhere in the world now.
0: That is true. I guess you don't need a brick and mortar presence. You can Speak to clients, candidates globally from, yes. the, from your Canadian office. Absolutely, there's so, go to meeting. There's you know, yeah. and then
1: there's LinkedIn um, is you know a global database of candidates, and so there's a there's an opportunity to work from anywhere in the world and, and be successful as long as you know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, do you have offer any kind of uh, uh, training pro- programs for your candidates, or is that something that clients uh, do they, they're in charge of their own training
1: so we have um, so as I mentioned to you um, I was talking about the finding attracting and choosing of candidates and there is one additional element to that which is what we call a quip and so mm-hmm. the acronym uses space so find attract choose and then equip so the client side um, ultimately once they've um, decided to hire a candidate they're responsible for a quip equipping those candidates to be successful. Uh, It is an area that um, we would like to develop and grow in, in terms of assisting clients from a training perspective, but it's not something that um, we have, um, you know, a a division focused on at this point, but we do some consulting and we do help support training as clients need it um, or help with strategies with regards to onboarding or equipping candidates for success big thing is it's very important for clients to understand that in order for someone to be successful they need to be given the tools to be successful and they need to be given achievable targets to meet mm-hmm. and so if they believe they have an achievable target there's a higher probability of success so there's there's areas around that that will consult and help develop with clients as um as needed mm-hmm.
0: and does sales talent agency have uh, a marketing or promotion advertising strategy per se to reach out to candidates or clients um, is uh, like you mentioned like I met Sheila and she uh, does marketing but mm-hmm. do, are there different approaches you take on how to just promote yourself whether it's online advertising or whether it's uh, banner ads
1: yeah absolutely Yeah, I absolutely have a focus on that if you ever click on an ad from sales talent agency it will follow you for the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we we sponsor events, we host events. Um, but, yeah, we definitely have an SEO SEM strategy in place. Um, we also have, you know, each of us are individually, um, you know, contributing to uh, the branding of Sales Talent Agency, and um, you know, reaching out to ensure that people have a good understanding of what we do, and that helps build a referral network as well.
0: Um, but yeah, there's a multitude of things that we do. Mm-hmm. So now, now that you've been here for 10, 10 mm-hmm. or 10 and a half years, mm-hmm. what what do you like about Sales Talent Agency? I guess you, you, you talked a lot about the agency, but what personally attracts you the most to this uh, employer?
1: Well, I would say 100% it's the people that work here. We have the most phenomenal group of people that are so hardworking and um, coachable and eager to do well and give 110%. And, um, you know, that's that's a very enjoyable experience to come in and love who you work with. Um, another great thing about sales selling agency is you're always having an opportunity to learn and grow. There's always some new company um, that you get to um, work with and have an understanding with. There's a new problem that comes up all the time, a new challenge for us to, to solve. Um, there's, you know, It's very rewarding when we're successful at helping a client find a phenomenal salesperson that's going to make a big impact on their business and helping somebody get that amazing next opportunity that helps them grow and develop. So it's a very rewarding, um, exciting, challenging experience um, uh, industry and 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 company, and um, you know we're we're always evolving. We always want to do better than we did the day before, and um, so it's never a dull day. Never a dull day.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice and tips would you give to women who want to uh, excel in the sales profession?
1: I would say don't sell yourself short. Um, you know, don't be afraid to. Um, highlight the successes that you've had and the achievements that you've accomplished. And uh, don't be afraid to ask for what you want Mm -hmm. and don't be afraid to go out and get it. And it's there for you just like it is for anybody else.
0: Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Well, Kristen, it has been very nice uh, speaking with you and learning about you and the sales styling agency. So thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you. It's great to chat with you as well. Thank you so much.
0: Perfect. And your website is salestalientagency.com. That's correct. Perfect. Uh, listeners, I hope you enjoyed this uh, session and you can learn more about Sales talent Agency through the website salestalientagency.com. And thank you so much for listening to Zonecast and stay tuned for more episodes.